Hi guys, happy Monday. Welcome back to the Trail I'm Taking podcast. I'm your host, Becca, and the trail we're going to take for today's episode is going to be 20 goals for 20 years old. Tomorrow, today, you guys are hearing this on Monday, but tomorrow on Tuesday is actually my 20th birthday, so I thought it'd be really fun to do an episode all about 20 goals that I have for my 20th year of life. So I've seen other podcasters do this for different ages, and I just thought it'd be kind of fun to kind of set out and just tell you guys 20 goals that I have for the next year. So we're kind of just going to hop right into it because there is 20 things and I don't want it to be super, super long. I am recording in my car right now. This is my first time ever recording in my car. So hopefully it turns out okay. I'm just like sitting here parked and I have my mic out. So let's just hope it sounds good. So like I said, I kind of just want to hop right into it because there's a lot of them and they're kind of in depth. So yeah, my first goal for my 20th year, being 20 years old, is to take a solo hike or trip. And you guys know from other episodes and just from me and the podcast that I'm a really big outdoorsy person. I love hiking. I love hiking with friends, family, by myself, whatever. But one goal that I have is to just take a complete solo either trip or hike. And whether that's flying somewhere or just driving somewhere for the night or hiking somewhere by myself, I just think it'd be really cool and really just a neat experience just for me and turning 20 and being in my 20s and being kind of in my adult years in this next generation of life. And you guys know I am a very independent person, so I just think it'd be a really just fun experience for me as an independent person just to experience and just have by myself. And I just, I've seen a lot of things on different websites and just platforms, even like TikTok from people who just solo travel and they just share how beneficial that experience is and just how positive it is and how enlightening it can be and just how just cool it is. And I just think that it can be really cool for me to do, whether it's this month or, I mean, this time next year before I turn 21. At one point or another, I just really want to take some kind of solo hike or trip and just do that for myself. And my next goal is to, I feel like everyone says this when they're setting goals, but I really do want to make this come true. And it is to be in the best physical shape of my life. So with sports starting back up somewhat, kind of, sort of, with COVID, obviously I'm in the gym a lot more than I have been through quarantine. Through quarantine, the gym was open, but I just didn't go a whole lot. But now that sports are coming back around, I'm in the gym five or six times a week with two different sports and I'm lifting one day, I'm running the next. So I've just gotten into a lot better shape in the past two weeks than before. So I just really want to keep that going if I can, whether sports get canceled, whether or not we get sent home to be online for good until next semester. I just really want to try in my 20th year to just really stay physically active. I want to get in the best shape. I want to start lifting again. I just want to get back in the gym and I want to get stronger. I want to feel stronger. I want to feel better. I want to be more confident. So like I said, I think that's kind of an overall just goal that a lot of people have when setting goals or resolutions or whatever. But just being an athlete and being in college, a lot of times I think kids my age can obviously like gain weight in college and hit the freshman 15 and whatever. And yes, I've passed my freshman year, but I just want to be a lot more conscious of things I'm eating, the things I'm putting into my body, the things that I'm working out with, what kind of workouts I'm doing. I don't just want to rely on spin as my workout, even though I love it and I could do it seven days a week. I know that I should be doing other kinds of workouts too. So I do just want to continue being in really good physical shape and I want to get into the best possible shape that I can be. Not only for me, but I just also think it'd be really a nice way to start off kind of like my 20s and this decade and this generation of my life. Looking back, I want to be like, you know what? Like When I turned 20, I was in the best shape of my life and I was super confident and this, that, and the other. So I just really want to manifest that and just really do that for me in this next year. 
So my next goal is a deeper dive into personal development books and reading a new book each month. So that was kind of a more specific goal, but you guys know that I really love personal development books and self-growth books, and I'm actually reading one right now along with a fictional book, and I'm going to be honest, I'm not even halfway through it. It's called The Seven Highly, no, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and it is really good, but the fictional book that I'm reading is just really, really good right now, and I'm trying to finish it before I get into the next one because reading two books at once is hard enough as it is, but when you're reading two totally opposite kinds of books, it's even harder, at least for me. So I'm trying to finish the first one and then get back into the personal development book. It is really good. I love those kinds of books. I just really resonate with them, and I love learning about how to better myself and learn different people's perspectives on that and how like their kind of journey to self-love and just finding themselves and their passions and pursuing that and yeah I could go on a rant about that for hours but I really do want to get even more into personal development books specifically I want to try to read a new book each month whether that is just like one kind of author or one certain type of personal development book I don't really know yet but I just I have a list of other kinds of books like that that I really want to read. One of them is The Power of Now. One of them is The Four Agreements. One of them is The Alchemist. There's just a lot of books that I have like in my Amazon cart ready to check out. But like I said, I want to try to read one each month just because I think that could be really good for me and really keep me on top of things. And who knows, maybe I can end up reading more than one book a month. I'm sure I could if it's really good. Books that I like really like, I tend to read really fast. But when it comes to reading like self-growth and personal development books, I try to read them a little slower. That way I can truly absorb everything and use it in my life, resonate with the author, and really try to use those things in my personal daily life. So I try not to read them super fast. So I just think that a new month, like a single month, is a pretty good time period to read one really like hefty book. So hopefully I can make that happen. But yeah, that goal is to read a new book each month. And my next goal, these are in no specific order. I'm realizing that now I have them written down and I could definitely group some of them together and I just did not. So I'm sorry about that. But these are just random goals that I have been writing down for the past few weeks. And I'm sure that after this episode is over, I'll think of like 10 more really good goals that I should have put in this list. But these are not, I'm sure like all the goals that I'll have, I'm sure I'll make a lot more. But these are just the first 20 that I've been thinking about for the past few weeks. So the next goal is to build my savings. I have an entire episode on money management and building my savings and my opinions on money and how I spend my money, how I use my money. So definitely listen to that if you are into that and like the money route of things. But back to the goals. One of my goals, like I said, is to build my savings. And specifically, I want to get more into stocks. I have some friends at school that are really into stocks, and I've been trying to research it and make a portfolio and just kind of learn about it more. It is, to me, just a very intimidating kind of field of finance. And I think there's a lot of ways you can go wrong with it. But I think it is also a thing that you you can really learn if you put your mind to it, obviously. And there are a lot of like beginner guides on YouTube of how to get into stocks and where to start and what apps to have and just where to start with that financial journey. So I do want to start looking into more stocks and where I should be investing money and what kinds of investments I should be making and what kind of companies I should be looking into because I am really, really good about saving and I've always had a pretty good idea about saving money and just building that over time. But I think that since I am so good at saving, I would be fairly good at 
doing stocks just because I can let that money that I have saved up multiply. So if I can get into that, I think that'd be a really nice thing just for me and my financial independence. So I do really want to try to get more into stocks. If you or anyone you know is really into stocks or really know what they're doing with that, I know there's some TikTokers that are like my age that are just really well versed in the stock field and they promote that and put that and they put videos out there about how people my age should get into it. But if you're really into it or you know anyone who is, definitely let me know. I would love to talk to them. I would love to just get a better, more broader perspective of it. Because like I said, it is very intimidating to me. There's a lot of ways you can go wrong and there's a lot of ways that you can completely just throw away your money and I'm going to try my best not to do that. But from an introductory standpoint, I just want to start getting more into it and just learn more about it. And yeah, so my next goal is to continue spin and specifically is just to find a solo job at a new gym. And whether that is like staying at my gym and having my own class three times a week or if that means that I have to move and get a new job at a new gym, I'm really open to anything. I mean, I'm kind of just manifesting these things into the universe as I'm speaking them. But obviously, you guys know my love for spin. I have a whole episode on that. I became a certified spin instructor over the summer and it's just one of my passions in life. I love it. I live for it. But this year specifically, I really want to take it to the next level. And like I said, whether that's getting a new job at a new gym or I don't know, I don't really know where it could take me. I'm excited for it, but I don't have a super specific route that I want to go with teaching spin. I think anything that could just propel it forward is good and I would love to do. So I definitely just want to continue it and either find a new job or just get my own set classes every single week. And my next goal is to take more film photos and specifically on like my instant or um, disposable cameras. I bought my first disposable camera from, it was either CVS or Walgreens like back in the end of July, I think, maybe the beginning of August right before I moved out to school. And I'm still not done using all the film. I think this one had like 27 or 26 um, film pictures on it and I have like 10 more to take and I just I thought it'd be a lot easier to whip out the camera and take them but sometimes I either just don't have it on me or it's just like I feel like people would look at me weird if I got out an old instant camera but I love them I really am looking forward to developing them and seeing what they look like I absolutely love seeing people's camera photo like film photos and see the pictures they took and I love the quality of them I don't know what about disposable cameras quality it is that I love so much, but I love the look of them being older and more like old fashioned kind of and more vintage in a sense. I know like my parents age and that whole generation before them, they used those disposable cameras and film cameras. And nowadays, I mean, we have our iPhones, but I just love the idea and the look of having like a hard copy of a film photo. I just think it's so much more personable and I just love them. So I want to do that a lot more in this year and I want to take a lot more of those cameras with me wherever I go and just take a lot more of those photos and print them out and develop them and just have them with me forever. And my next goal is get better and learn to cook. You guys know I am just not good at cooking. I never really have been. I mean, I won't say that I'm awful at it because I really have never given it a try. I can cook simple things like I could cook a simple breakfast. I could do bacon or sausage and eggs and omelets and things like that. But when it comes to like cooking an actual home cooked meal, I wouldn't know where to start. Nowadays, it is a lot easier with things like the Instapot and Crock-Pots and things like that and air fryers and just appliances to make cooking easier. But I do want to learn more just techniques and more meals to cook as a 20 year old. 
I know that at some point I will get my own apartment or my own house and completely move out and be 100% independent. So I want to just learn how to cook more meals and just learn how to operate things in the kitchen because I'm just not well-versed in that in that area at all. So I think that'd be pretty nice. And the next goal is to meditate regularly. I also have an entire episode on the importance of journaling and mindfulness and meditation. So go listen to that episode if you haven't already. But meditation for me has always kind of been a not really intimidating, but kind of just a gray area because I've always had mixed opinions on it. For me, I feel like I kind of struggle with it just because my mind always runs wild and I overthink things and I can't really sit still, things like that. But I actually saw something today, which I'm going to bring up right now. It's on my TikTok likes, but I saw this thing today and it was um, specifically for viewers who wanted to get into meditation who hadn't like or just don't know how to really get into it or settle their mind or just not overthink things so it was like this 24 or 27 day challenge I don't really remember but it was some kind of challenge where you just google it and you go through these different meditations every single day and after a certain amount of days you develop it into a habit and it's just supposed to be really simple introductory meditations and I just want to get really much better at meditating and meditating every single day the days that I do do it I notice such a difference in my mental health and I don't know why I don't do it every single day I think it's just me being lazy and me just not getting up or finding the time or making the time to do it but I do this year really want to prioritize meditation and just finding a really good way for me to meditate whether it's a different time of the day every single day or if it's in the morning or at night or whatever, I do really want to prioritize that because like I said, I notice such a difference in my mental health when I do meditate and when I do find that kind of morning inner peace and get my brain going, get my thoughts going, get my manifestations going and affirmations going. I think it's such a positive thing for me and I really want to try to just get more into that. And the next goal is if I don't work out on a certain day, take one or multiple walks instead. I think it's kind of a weird goal. I remember thinking of it and being like, is this something I even put in the episode? But I just thought it was kind of a good idea because for me, days that I don't work out, especially at school, if I don't have a lift or a workout plan that day for either one of my sports, then I kind of just in my head take it as an excuse to be lazy all day or just not be as productive, which I mean, it's fine. There's totally, there's always an excuse to have a late, like a lazy day. Rest days are very important. I'm not saying to not rest, but for me, I just want to get better at still being somewhat active on my rest days. So whether that's like an hour long walk or a bike ride or just going somewhere simple, I think something like that could just really be beneficial to, I mean, obviously my physical health and my mental health. I just think it'd be really good to get outside and just take a walk, whether it's raining or whether it's super hot outside and sunny. I just think that simple walks every single day that I'm not working out would just be really good. So I thought that was a good goal to keep for turning 20. And my next goal is be able to have a fluent conversation with Spanish speakers. And this is kind of specific too, but if you guys know me and my kind of like college career, I am an applied health science major with a minor in Spanish. I've always just really loved speaking Spanish and learning Spanish and just being able to use that in my daily vocabulary. So right now at school, I am minoring in it. I'm about halfway through my minor. I have to take like six consecutive Spanish classes and I'm in my third one right now. So I'm halfway through my minor, but using that like in my, in, in this year of turning 20, I really want to use it more and I really want to apply it to my daily vocabulary and my daily conversations, even when I'm working or just if I'm on campus or whatever setting I'm in, the chances of me being around 
a Spanish speaker are very high nowadays and I want to be able to communicate what I've learned and I want to be able to use that and I want to be able to implement all this education that I'm getting into conversations and I think it's so nice and I don't even know the word it's just so comforting I think to another foreign speaker when you can understand them and you can talk back to them I think that's just such a cool little connection if you have a Spanish speaker come up to you and you can talk back to them and actually converse with them, I just think they get so comforted by that. And as I think it's so fun to be able to use something I'm actually learning, something that I'm actually passionate about with them. So I really want to be able to use my Spanish speaking skills and my vocabulary and really just put a better effort out into speaking with Spanish speakers. And my next one, this one's kind of similar to the language kind of thing, but is actually to learn sign language. And I know learning a whole new language obviously takes much longer than just a year, but I do want to learn more of like the basics about sign language just to learn kind of basic words, basic movements, and just learn it overall. I used to watch a show on Netflix. It was called Switched at Birth, and the main character, one of them, is deaf. And throughout that show, I swear to y'all, I learned so much sign language, just random little hand gestures and common words. And whether I just learn the common words and phrases or if I really go in depth, either way, I think it'd be so beneficial to me, especially nowadays, like growing up in the world that we live in. There are a lot of deaf speakers or hard of hearing speakers people who just can't converse with their words, obviously. So being able to use sign language in my daily life, I think would be so cool. And that just always kind of just enhances you, I guess. I mean, being bilingual or being able to completely know sign language would be so kick-ass. And I think it'd be really cool to be able to converse with deaf or hard of hearing people. So sign language for me has always been really interesting and I really, really want to learn more about it this year. My next goal is to treat myself more often, whether it's getting my nails done, acne treatments, getting my hair done, or whatever. I also have an entire episode on self-care. You guys know I love, love, love my self-care. I think self-care is one of the most important things in the world, and I mean, I could literally go on a rant about that for hours and hours, but taking care of you first and your mental health, your physical health, just taking care of you overall is so, so vital. And yeah, I just really, I really value self-care and your self-care routine. I think developing a self-care routine is so important and so useful. But in my turning 20 this year, I do want to be a lot better about treating myself and not even like splurging and going crazy. But like I said, whether it's something simple like getting my nails done or getting my hair done or getting a coffee that day or spending a little extra money on this thing that I want or getting this pair of shoes for myself, I think that like one kind of treating myself thing a month could be really cool really nice and just make myself feel better and I mean it could even be like every single week but I feel like once a month is a pretty good time interval to do that kind of like the reading a new book each month I just think if I do one really nice thing for myself every single month I would really benefit from that so that's just one goal that I had and the next goal is to minimize eating out to only healthy restaurants. So for me, I don't typically eat out a bunch, but I will say like me and Andrew, whenever I come home on the weekends, a lot of times we will always just be like running from place to place and we won't necessarily have like a home cooked meal waiting on us. So we will just rely on like fast food or just a restaurant. And we typically, I mean, we don't eat super unhealthy anyways. Both me and him are pretty conscious about what we eat and the things we're fueling ourselves with. But I mean, there's definitely times where, I mean, I'm, I catch myself eating fried chicken or just eating things that I know are not going to make me feel the best after I eat it. 
So this year, I do really want to make it a more conscious effort to eat out at more healthy restaurants. And some examples that I have are like Chipotle or Barberitos or Zoe's Kitchen. There's like a lot of those kinds of places where it's like rice bowls and it's fresh food. I know where it's coming from. I know it's not processed or fried or soaked in a bunch of oil. And I don't feel like shit after eating it, especially like Chipotle and Barberitos. I love those kinds of food. I love rice bowls. I love anything like that and they usually I mean they don't upset my stomach they're fairly healthy they're not fried like I said they're not just gross food whereas if I go to Zaxby's and get fried chicken granted it tastes so good but I always feel like shit after and I just really want to minimize my eating out habits to relatively healthy places and I also wrote down Zoe's Kitchen that place is so good I know we used to go there all the time for our volleyball away games last season we would always just end up passing Zoe's Kitchen and eat there And they have such fresh food, this chicken salad, and they have really just healthy sides, and they have rice and all kinds of vegetables, and it's just nice food. It's easy on the stomach. It doesn't make you feel like shit after you eat it. But I just think that if I really make it a more conscious effort to eat out at relatively healthy places when I go out to eat, it would just make such a difference because the times that I do go out to eat, if I'm constantly eating something healthy, then I just think that I would feel much better overall. Like I said, I don't eat out a whole bunch, but when I do, I just want to be more aware of what I'm eating. And the next goal is to get more insight into pursuing my career as an OT. You guys know I am, like I said, majoring in applied health science to hopefully do occupational therapy. If you don't know what that is, I thought about doing a whole episode on it, but I don't think I could possibly go that into depth. It's not, there's not that much to know about it. But basically, it's similar to physical therapy, but just a little bit different. It's more upper body movements, and it's more centralized to the shoulder, the wrist, and the hand movements and injuries and rehabilitation. Kind of getting on a tangent. Anyways, I just want to kind of either take the next step or just have more insight into how to pursue that. Obviously, I'm in college. and taking all the courses that I need to be. But one thing I will say with like OT school and any kind of healthcare field whether it's PT school or nursing school or AT school, anything like that, you are required to shadow for a lot of hours for any kind of graduate school. And I do have to go to grad school for OT. And I think that most schools I've looked into, they don't require like a super extensive amount of hours. Most of them are between like 20 and 80 hours overall, which I mean, if you think about it, over four years is not that bad at all. But with COVID, it just makes it a lot harder to be able to shadow At clinics, especially in the hospital, you're just, I mean, with COVID, it's way too risky. I completely understand that. But it is kind of tough to find those kind of centers to reach out to and go shadow and get those hours with with corona going on. So hopefully that, I mean, hopefully this all goes away soon and we go back to normal. But hopefully centers like that and hospitals and clinics and outpatient centers will be open to shadowing again because I really want to use that and really propel my career and my education with OT. I am really passionate about like what I'm studying to become, so I really want it to work out in the end, obviously, but I just want to have a better insight and maybe even get a job at like a PT clinic or an OT clinic or just shadow more and get like an internship. I don't really know yet, but I just want to use this year to really kind of take the next step in following that. And my next goal is, I kind of already mentioned this earlier, but that's just prioritizing my mental health and specifically more with the journaling. So I already had a goal of meditation and daily meditating and things like that. But prioritizing my mental health overall, I just want to get even more into 
just putting myself first and journaling every single morning and manifesting and affirmations and I just really want to take the next step with that I follow and listen to literally so many things so many sources that have to do with talking about either meditation or affirmations or manifestations I listen to probably like 10 or 15 every single day I love it I love the whole idea of it the entire idea of law of attraction I'm obsessed with and I just really really want to start using that more in my everyday life because now I try to do it every single day, but it's certainly not as high of a priority as it should be. There's been so many days already, like in my two months or month of being at college, where I have just woken up and I have looked over at my journal sitting there and I'm not writing in it, or I've been going on my phone in the mornings, which is very unlike me. Like this morning, I woke up and went straight on my phone, which I honestly, like, I just have so much guilt doing that. The second I unlock my phone in the mornings, I just know that I should be over at my desk journaling or I should be reading a book or doing something better for my mental health because I notice a world of difference when I wake up and go on my phone. I mean, I could literally make that an entire episode. I just have such an issue with it and yet I do it all the time, which is such a just internal battle and it sucks and I don't know why it's so hard to not get myself to go on my damn phone in the morning, but for some reason it's a lot harder than it should be. So I really, really just want to start prioritizing getting up and being productive and journaling and prioritizing my mental health and whether it's meditating or journaling or just going on a walk or just having time by myself with a cup of coffee I don't really know but I just want to get better about prioritizing me and my mind and my next goal is to pay off my college loans and be debt-free going into next year so Going back to that episode about finance that I did a few months ago, like I said, go listen to that. But in that episode, I mentioned my student loans and my kind of like my college finance situation. So for me right now, me and my parents are basically splitting it down the middle. So they pay half and I pay half. Basically, I take out a student loan every single year. And the summer before going into the next year, I try to pay off and pay back those student loans so that I am not sitting in thousands and thousands of dollars of debt when I graduate that is like one thing that I really really want to avoid is I just don't want to graduate from my undergrad and get my bachelor's and be $30,000 in debt I just don't want to do that I have such a strong desire to just pay off as much as I humanly possibly can right now and get myself as close to debt free as possible so turning 20 this year next year I will be going into my junior year so over the summer next year I really really want to try to pay off this current year's sophomore's year's loan. So that's always been one of my goals. But yeah, I just really want to try to be debt free or close to it when I graduate because I know grad school will be a pretty big financial burden and that's going to be a slap in the face. So I'm trying to just minimize my debt as much as I possibly can. My next goal is to have more health and wellness podcast guests. So on this podcast, it's mainly solo. Obviously, you guys, you guys know that. But I will say the episodes that I have with guests, you guys seem to absolutely love. Some of my most listened to episodes are episodes with guests, whether it was a health and lifestyle influencer or whether it was like my dad, my dad was really popular or whether it's just like my friend from back home. You guys really seem to like and engage more with episodes that have to do with guests. So being like a podcaster and having this kind of lifestyle wellness sort of podcast, I really want to hone in on getting more health and wellness podcast guests and I have a lot written down I don't want to give them all away but I do want to reach out to a lot more 
of those kinds of people and get them on this podcast. I know I have an opportunity to collab with a really big influencer that I absolutely love, so I'm going to try to do that in the next coming weeks here and reach out to them, but overall, I just really, really want to try and get more health and wellness podcast guests on this thing for you guys. Like I said, you guys seem to really like it, and I mean, I love doing podcast episodes with people. I love doing them with guests. I wish all my friends could come on here, but not all of them are into that, which is completely fine. I completely get that, but I do really, really love recording episodes with other people. So like I said, I just want to get more health and wellness type of people on this podcast for you guys and just for me and to learn and hear their perspectives and get them on the podcast. And this one's just kind of like a random goal for being 20, but that is just to have a TikTok go viral because how cool would that be? I do not make TikToks. I just, I usually just watch them and favorite some. But I just think it'd be so cool to have a TikTok go viral. I mean, I see it every single day. The For You page is covered in, like, random people who just say one funny thing and they just pop off on the internet and just go completely viral. But I just think that'd be so much fun and so cool. But that was just kind of a random goal. My next goal is to grow my podcast to 2,000 followers. And that's kind of specific, but I feel like specific goals are better than non-specific goals. So realistically, right now it is September 7th of 2020. And I'm saying that next year, by November, not November, September 7th of 2021, I want to have my podcast Instagram to 2,000 followers. And right now, I believe we're at 727. I'm looking it up right now. We're at 727. Yeah. So I think it's very doable. I think even reaching 1,000 followers, I'm probably just going to cry. It's like insane to me. And that is such a huge accomplishment for me and you guys. Like, this little family we have in this podcast hitting 1000 even would be absolutely incredible but I think that in the next year if I can really just put my mind to it I think we could honestly grow this podcast and this whole podcast to 2000 followers on the Instagram I think that'd be so kick-ass so cool so dope and I think that if I get some really awesome guests and really prioritize this podcast even more in my life that growing this podcast would be just an effect of my hard work and dedication. So I think 2,000 followers is a fairly realistic goal. If we don't hit it, we don't hit it, but I think it'd be so awesome to do so. So that's just kind of one of my goals for the podcast. And my last and 20th goal is to just set a positive tone for my 20s. I kind of mentioned this earlier, but I think this was a good goal to end on and just a good last goal to have. I just really want these next 10 years and these next kind of decades and generations of my life to be very memorable and very remarkable and just really different than my other years. I think entering, like, being 20 years old is so cool to me. And yes, I mean, it's kind of a boring age in that, like, it's no different from being 19, but I do think you get taken more seriously to an extent and it's just kind of a different path of life. Obviously, I'm, not, I'm like, no longer going to be a teenager at all. And I just think that being able to say that I'm 20 and I'm entering my 20s and I feel like people always look back on this exact generation and this exact decade of their life and they remember so much from it, whether it's like grandparents or just people you talk to. I feel like when they say, oh, back in my 20s, that's always just such a cool experience and thing to look back on. So I really just want to set this year as a really positive tone for the rest of my life and the rest of my 20s. And I mean, in 10 years, my life could be completely different when I'm 30 at the end of this decade I could be married with kids or I could be living across the world or I could be on just some random complete path of life so I just really want to focus on making this year of my life 
just a change and I want to set the tone for the rest of my life, set the tone for my 20s and just be able to look back on the year I turned 20 and know that I made a difference with myself and other people and I made an impact and that I just set the tone. So that is just kind of my last goal. Like I said, I'm sure I'm going to think of so many more awesome goals that I should have made in this episode right after I finished recording it. But yeah, for the past few weeks, I've just been kind of trying to think of things that are realistic and attainable and just really good goals to have for this time in my life. And yeah, but thank you guys so much for listening. I can't believe I'm turning 20 tomorrow. It's my birthday. I'm excited. I'm ready to start this year of my life. And thank you guys so much for your constant support. And thank you guys for liking this podcast and listening to it every single week. I'm literally, I'm I'm astounded every single week at even getting five listens. I mean, obviously we're getting a lot more than that, but the fact that you guys want to listen to this podcast and you guys support it and you guys love it and engage with it, it absolutely blows my mind. And I'm so grateful for every single one of you guys. And this podcast has just become so much bigger than I ever thought it would. I say this all the time and I said it last week, but even the podcast Instagram, I literally, literally never even thought we would surpass 50 followers. When I made the page, I remember it took me like probably four or five weeks to reach 100 followers. And I mean, then again, I wasn't really promoting it or anything, but I was just like, wow, okay, this this page could really kind of just stay here. And we are literally almost at 800 followers, which honestly just blows my mind every single time that I think about it. That is just mind boggling to me. But the fact that we continue to grow every single week is just so awesome. And I love it. And I'm so humbled and grateful to have this thing in my life and be able to have this podcast with this following and this community. So thank you guys so much. That was kind of a rant, but Thank you guys so much for just supporting me and listening every single week. And I really hope you guys like this episode. I know that I skipped my weekly segments on things that I've been doing and things that I've been loving. That'll definitely be in next week's episode. But I just wanted to kind of get this out there for you guys and tell you guys some goals that I have for turning 20. So that's that. But thank you guys so much for listening. And I really hope you guys enjoyed it. And I will see you guys next Monday for a new episode. Oh, 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 oh,